Hello, hello, hello. This is Sharita, Prophetess Sharita, coming to you with the Say Yes with Sharita podcast. We're here at Say Yes. My motto is if you say yes to the Lord, he will say yes to you. Today, I am coming to you with part five of obedience. Obedience, obedience. Let's talk about it. Today, my topic regarding obedience is obedience in regards to your children, obedience in regards to your family, and obedience as regards to the home. Obedience to God is very important. Let's talk about it. In the book of John 14 and 15, it says, if ye love me, keep my commandments and We know that the definition of obedience is compliance with an order or a request, a law, or submission to another authority. So today, we're going to dive into Deuteronomy chapter 6. Deuteronomy chapter 6. If you have my book entitled A Season of Blessings, I wrote a book a few years ago entitled A Season of Blessings and A Season of Blessings is by Sharita Perry and this week I'm covering the topic of chapter one which is obedience. So on page 10 and 11 of the book entitled A Season of Blessings we're going to cover the topic of obedience in regards to the family. So let's talk about it. In Deuteronomy chapter 6 verses 6 through 10, it reads as follows. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in my thine heart. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thy heart. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thy house and when thou walkest by the way and when thou liest down and when thou risest up. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand and thy shall and they shall be as a frontlet between thy eyes and thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house And on thy gates, and it shall be when the Lord thy God shall have bought thee out of the land which he sware unto thy fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give thee the great cities and goodly cities which thou didst not build. So, in Deuteronomy chapter 6, we see that. The, the word of God states that we've got to get the word of God and we've got to get it into our hearts. Not only do we have to get the word of God into our hearts, but we've got to teach it to our children. Our conversation should not be about the world and the things of the world, but it should be about the goodness of the Lord, the word of God. And it should we should be walking in it. We should be talking in it. When we rise up, it should be about the word of God, the goodness of God, and how to walk circumspectly and to walk in his words in obedience in obedience it tells you we have artwork and we have all kinds of things that are going on through our homes but do we have a uh thing on a house that says, Lord, create in me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me? Or do we have a plaque on our wall that says the 
the greatest commandment, which was given by Jesus, Jesus in the New Testament, which is love, love. Love is the greatest commandment, which is given to us in the New Testament by Jesus. Do we have these things that was on our walls? Not to love the world, neither the things of the world, to abide in the word of God, to trust in the Lord with all our hearts and lean not to our under all to our own understanding because the Bible says in all our ways if we acknowledge him he shall direct our path obedience is very important walking in obedience as an adult and setting a good example for our children is very crucial because there's causes and there is effects so the effect of disobedience is that when we're disobedient to God we have negative things that have the potential to occur Negative things have the potential to occur. But see, the blessings of God are yea and amen. And he comes through and he follows through with what it is that he says that he will do. So we need to hold up our bargain to God and walk in obedience and start to cut off the world and the things that are of the world. Because see, they can do and they can go and they can be about this life to the right and to that right life to the left. And I know that I've got to keep my focus on God. I've got to keep my focus on the word of God. And I've got to keep my heart preface in obedience to the commandments that God left. So let me read a little bit more. It says in the book of Deuteronomy 6 and 10, God is pleading with the children of Israel to keep his commandments. Through study and reading, you will find the entire book of Deuteronomy is God preparing the Israelites to acquire the land of Canaan as he promised Abraham through the Abrahamic covenant. Through studying Deuteronomy, obedience to God's commandments is a requirement. The blessing and the beauty of God is that God gave mankind free will and wanted obedience in exchange for an overflow of blessings and protection. The requirement is the same today. God loves us and wants us to be blessed. But the question is, will we obey? I know that we live under the dispensation of grace. Grace is God's unmerited favor, but we've got to understand that grace is not an umbrella for sin. So we've got to choose obedience. So we've got to be obedient to God in our spiritual as well as our natural lives. We must obey the rules of our homeschool communities and workplace. In society, we have traffic laws, city rules, and ordinances, and laws to follow in our everyday life. And the same is with God. God has things that he desires for us, and the results of obedience to God is his unconditional love, abundant of blessings, and continuous protection. So we've got to teach our children. We've got to teach them the word of God. We've got to teach them the commandments of God. We've got to start to impart the scriptures of God into the children so that they will know that if they transition, we all know to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. But you're present with the Lord if you are obedient. If you are obedient, because the Bible says, and the dead in Christ shall rise and then everyone else will be called up. So what then for the ones that are not obedient? 
what then for the ones that are not obedient? Eternal torment. So we don't want anybody to go the wrong way. We want everybody to receive a well done, thy good and faithful servant. Nobody wants anyone to get to heaven like in the book of Matthew. In the book of Matthew, it tells you that many get to the heaven's gates. And God says, Lord, Lord, I know you not your works are of iniquity. And it says, but Lord, I prophesied in your name. I did this in your name. And so then God gives them a rundown. Did you do this? Did you do that? And did you do this? Because God searches the reins of our hearts. God searches your motives. God searches your purpose. God searches your why. God re uh, realizes and he recognizes and he knows your reasoning behind doing the things that you do. There are people that do things with the wrong motives, with the wrong motives. And I will be talking very soon about the office of the prophet and the purpose of the prophet and the purpose of prophecy. Prophecy is not just for your friends, your families, and for your homes. Because if you look at the life of Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, which was the son of God, in the beginning was the word, the word was God, and the word was with God. And then he became flesh and dwelt among men. We see that Jesus Christ put on flesh and then he came down to be an example of what it is that we need to do. Jesus Christ, we'll see, he did very few miracles, you know, regarding his friends and family. Most of the things and most of God, Jesus Christ's ministry was in the highways, in the hedges, and in an evangelistic capacity. He was out and about blessing strangers. And the blessings and the anointing and the favor that God had bestowed upon him to do signs, wonders, and miracles was not designed just for his family and just for his home. And Jesus Christ, the first thing that he said in Matthew 4 and 17 is repent because the kingdom of God is at hand. So as I conclude today, I'm going to point you to Matthew 4 and 4, where it says, man cannot live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. We've got to have the sustenance to sustain us from the word of God. We've got to be pleasing to God and we've got to show God that we love him by becoming obedient. Not just obedient to what we see other folks doing. Not obedient to emulating. Not obedient to copying people. But we've got to be obedient to following, walking, and exemplifying the word of God in our daily walks. So as I conclude part five, stay tuned for the conclusion of all five days and may God have a blessing to the reading of the word and may the word and the summary and may the message bless your souls. May it bless your homes. May may it evoke obedience in your homes today, not just for material blessings, but may it evoke change in your homes for the eternal reward of the well done, 
thy good and faithful servant so that you can be welcomed into the kingdom of God when your time comes. So I pray that you pray my strength in the Lord as I pray your strength in the Lord. I pray obedience over your home, your family, and your children. I pray a head of protection over all of the children. And I'm going to give you my seven points to accessing the blessings of God. Number one is repentance. Number two is obedience. Number three is love. Number four is faith. Number five is prayer. Number six is praise and number seven is worship those are the seven points into accessing the accessing the blessings of god so in the name of jesus access to your heart's desires are granted just dive into the word of god become obedient become repentant and just move in faith and love and you will have all of your heart's desires met in jesus name so until next time Remember, if you say yes to the Lord, he will say yes to you. And stay tuned for a detailed summary of all five days of the topic of obedience.